Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Trophy Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Rathbun, coming to you from Atlanta. This week's A Trophy Life is brought to you by Warner, the number one pro ladder and title sponsor of the Warner Ladder Naismith Coach of the Year Awards. Learn more at WarnerCo.com. Since last we spoke, we here at the Naismith Awards are grieving the passing of two legendary basketball icons in the past week, John Thompson Jr. and Lute Olson. Both men were named Naismith Outstanding Contributors to Basketball, Coach Thompson in 2010 and Coach Olson in 2013. John Thompson, the imposing Hall of Famer who turned Georgetown into a powerhouse and became the first African-American coach to lead a team to the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship, passed away last Sunday at the age of 78. One of the most celebrated and polarizing figures in basketball, Thompson took over a moribund Georgetown program in the 1970s and molded it in his unique style into a perennial contender, culminating with a national championship team anchored by Senator Patrick Ewing in 1984. Georgetown reached two other title games with Thompson, with Ewing patrolling the paint, losing to Michael Jordan's North Carolina Tar Heel team in 1982, and to Villanova, who played a perfect game in winning the championship in 1985. At six foot ten, with an ever-present white towel slung over his shoulder, Thompson literally and figuratively towered over the Hoyas for decades, becoming a patriarch of sorts after he quit coaching in 1999. One of his sons, John Thompson III, was hired as Georgetown's coach in 2004, and when the son was fired in 2017, the elder Thompson, known affectionately as Big John, was at the news conference announcing Ewing as the successor. He employed a physical, defensive-focused approach to basketball, anchored by great big men, in addition to Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, Dikembe Mutombo, his other pupils. John Thompson won over 71% of his games and had 26 players drafted by the NBA. Earlier on a Trophy Life podcast, we spoke with author John Feinstein, who covered John Thompson in D.C. during his time as a sports writer with the Washington Post, he relayed this story, not only about Big John, but also about Lefty Drizel. Uh, in nine, the first year I covered Lefty uh, in Maryland was 1979-80. That's how old I am. I was 14 at the time. And uh, um, in, in December, Georgetown and Maryland played, not surprisingly, a very intense game. And there were no coaches' boxes in those days. And at one point during the game, John Thompson was screaming at the referees and uh, you may or may not be aware of this. John does use profanity on occasion, uh, <laughs> only when he's talking, usually. And uh, he's screaming at the refs, and ref, Lefty, hearing the language, says, "We've got to, you got to give him a technical. You got to team up." And John turns and just explodes at Lefty. And as I said, there were a few. Well, there were a couple of non-profane words in there. Let's put it that way. The rest were profane. And Lefty was kind of stunned that another coach would speak to him that way. So as luck would have it, the two teams end up playing each other in the Sweet 16 that March. And press conference the week of the game, John is asked if he regrets what happened in the December game. And he says, yeah, I I do. I, I apologize to Lefty. I was wrong. I shouldn't have spoken to him that way. So the next day, Lefty has his press conference. And I said, Lefty, John apologized to you yesterday at his press conference. Do you accept his apology? And Lefty said, of course I do. Everybody knows to for, to err is human, to forgive divine, and I'm divine. <laughs> Classic lefty. 
John Thompson graduated Providence College in 1964. He played two seasons with Red Auerbach's Boston Celtics, earning a pair of championship rings as a backup to center Bill Russell. His last superstar was a guard, Allen Iverson, who in 1996 also became the first player under Thompson to leave school early for the NBA draft. This past Monday, Allen Iverson wrote on an Instagram post, quote, Thanks for saving my life, Coach. A giant of a man and in life, thank you, Coach John Thompson. We also mourn the passing of Lute Olson, the Hall of Fame coach who turned Arizona into a college basketball powerhouse and led the program to its lone national title in 1997. Olson spent 24 seasons in Arizona, revitalizing a fan base in that desert while transforming a program that had been to the NCAA tournament just three times in 79 years before he was hired in 1983. The Wildcats won a national championship under Lute in 1997 with a team led by Mike Bibby, Jason Terry, and Miles Simon. Olsen's Arizona teams reached the Final Four four times, losing the 2001 national title game to Duke. He won 589 games at Arizona. He was also a terrific high school coach in Minnesota and Southern California before becoming the head coach at Long Beach City College, where he won the state junior college title in 1971. He also spent one year at Long Beach State before going on to coach nine seasons at Iowa. He led the Hawkeyes to the NCAA tournament in his final five seasons, including a trip to the Final Four back in 1980. Here's a tribute to Loot from Georgia Tech head basketball coach Josh Pastner, who was a walk-on at Arizona and formed a lifetime bond with Loot. First of all, let me just say, Coach Olson was just an incredible, an incredible basketball coach. You don't get to the Basketball Naismith Hall of Fame without being an incredible, um, you know, coach, uh, which he was. And on top of that, he was an incredible human being. Um, he was he, he single-handedly, single-handedly built the city of Tucson. He single-handedly built the University of Arizona. I mean, he, he literally put a basketball program, a university, and a city on the national map. Um, and before he got to the University of Arizona, he built up Iowa. Um, you know, he, he took over Iowa when it was at ground zero, and he built it up to a Final Four team. And you think of Iowa and the University of Arizona, both programs where he's been uh, in, 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 those, in his last two stops, Neither of them had a had a backyard of recruiting base. I mean, in, in in Arizona, his only player that he signed from Tucson was Sean Elliott, and yes, Sean Elliott was really good, but that was the only guy he had in his backyard. So he was able to build a program, get great players who were under the radar, under recruited, but that's what made Coach Olson so special was his eye for talent, his evaluation skills, his ability his ability to develop, but also see down the road when he was watching prospects. What made Coach Olson so special as a coach, I think he was the greatest practice coach ever. His practices were like a clinic. It was like a – and it were, everything was so fundamentally sound. When he was at Long Beach State and Long Beach City College, College, he used to go all the time to John Wooden's practices. He learned the game from John Wooden. And, and it's the reason Bill Walton said, I want my son, Luke Walton, to play for Lute Olson because he's the only coach that's the closest coach to John Wooden. 
And what made and that's his ability of what he did in practice, his teams were so prepared and he never cursed, never used profanity. He did, he was hard on the guys, but he was hard on them without ever using any foul language. And then what made him as a special as a person, he was so charitable. I mean he, he did he was involved in so many different organizations in Tucson around the state of Arizona and nationally. And then when his first wife had passed away in the early 2000s due to ovarian cancer, and at the time ovarian cancer was pretty much a death sentence if you, if you got it. But Coach Olson was so determined to try to make a difference, the amount of money he raised for research, science, and for the doctors to study ovarian cancer, it has now in, improved the medicine that is no longer a death sentence, that you can, you know, if they find it early enough, all kinds of things. So the progressions was made on ovarian cancer has a lot to do with what Coach Olson's fundraising methods because of what happened with his first wife, unfortunately, dying of ovarian cancer. We send our condolences to the families of both Lute Olson and John Thompson Jr. on the passing of those two great coaches. This week's A Trophy Life is brought to you by Warner, the number one pro ladder and title sponsor of the Warner Ladder Naismith Coach of the Year Awards. If you haven't already, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a rating and review. Your support, of course, makes A Trophy Life possible, and feedback only goes to help improve the show. So thank you for that in advance. That'll do it for this week. Until next week on A Trophy Life, this is Bob Rathbun from Atlanta saying so long.